Hello, my name is Brenda. She, her. I'm Austin. He, they, she. And this is... Secret Secret Histories of of Nerd Nerd Mysteries. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. I'm just not going to say the episode number anymore. <laughs> it's 20. Is it 20? Confidently 20. It's, last time I was confident about what episode it was, I was wrong. Confidently, it's 20. I will I say, have... th- hey, that shit's canon now. This is <laughs> our podcast. I've labeled this one as 21. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the episode. This is it. You know, it. I, I think not numbering them, it just helps people that might be coming to the show later, you know? Because then I don't feel like, oh, there's 48 episodes? I'll never catch up. You know, they're just, you're just listening. Yeah, it's like, you can just hop in. There isn't, like, a lot of continuity. This isn't like a, <laughs> um old school YouTube video game review where they all interconnect and have a plot to them for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> You you didn't miss our I mean you you have missed our backstories, but that's not important to what we do here. <laughs> so my backstory is <laughs> Yeah, so I think we have some nerd news to open up with this week. Nerd news. <laughs> well the PS five, the price it's... and the release date are here. It's coming. It's Can gone. I... <laughs> <laughs> Can I dunk on the the big the new Xbox? What is that called? Xbox X X C X. Yeah, so I'm a so I'm an Xbox kid. I've I uh so I used to be a PlayStation kid, and then when I was like fucking eleven, I feel like maybe ten. I don't know. I'll have to like double check my math and when systems came out. But some dude broke into my house while I was actively playing my PS2. And, like, oh. unplugged it and took it and said, if you tell me when, I'll kill you. Oh, my um, God. So I was like, well, I can never have a PlayStation again. Like, I, I was like, I can't have a PlayStation anymore is all I told my family. Uh, unless they listen to this episode, and then they'll know what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrifying. So, I've been an Xbox kid for a long time. And yeah. I, I, I actively do not know what Xbox I have right now in my house. Because their names are just so... <laughs> batch like i think i have an xbox one x i believe like i believe that's what i have right now in my house uh the new ones are like the xbox one series x and xbox one series s they're uh they're really they really kind of backed into a corner with their naming convention yeah i'm like really sorry for like anyone who works at a gamestop (laughs) well i'm just Every day I'm just sorry for anyone who works at a GameStop, but especially sorry because like these and anyone who works in a store that sells video like video game consoles having oh to explain this to like a parent. Can you imagine? Can you imagine explaining this to someone's grandparent? Someone's great grand because like we're we're in an age now like of medical science. Like we have great grandparents walking around. Can you imagine someone's great grandparent just doing their best? They just like my kid 
my grandkid loves games. I'm going to get them, like, you you know, they're, 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 they have the right intention. They're like, I'm going to get them a game system. And they're like, they like Xbox. I want the new Xbox. And an employee being a customer service, having to explain, like, well, do you want the Series S or the Series X? And they're like, wait, I thought it was the Xbox X. And like, well, no, because there's also the Xbox X. Oh, my God. Also, <laughs> if you say Xbox X really fast, it kind of sounds like Xbox X. So, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, whoever was like, we're just going to be the fucking PlayStation 18. Like, yeah, that's, you know, I hope PlayStation never moves away from just like straight up numbering them with the Vita and the PSP. They kind of got away from just like numbers, which those were their own things. But like PlayStation, please just forever just use numbers. It just makes it easy. I mean, I think about when you worked at a comic shop and Marvel and DC would pull bullshit and you'd have to try and explain what was happening to people. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think, like, what's the worst one that I had to explain? Was it, I feel- I, was it Marvel's legacy numbering? And DC did it too. They both did that the same time, yeah. didn't they? That was not too hard because that was just like, okay. Because I, I don't know if Marvel, I think they both did this. They would put the legacy numbering and then like the previous numbering too so like they were congruent so if someone was like oh i'm on issue 10 of batman you'd be like okay well here's issue 11 and if someone mm-hmm. was like i'm on issue 1568 of batman you could be like well here's issue 1569 like so that was easy okay. i want to say like events were com- oh oh events were coming <laughs> what it's all coming back was it i want to say and it could just be like x-men was the most recent but like they rebooted oh, X-Men. The, oh, the and they, fucking days of X, times of X, days of our lives shit. Powers of X, powers of 10, what, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, like where um, they were like, we're going to simplify the X-Men line and just have one X book, which great, cool. Too many X-Men books, just yeah. too many. So Sounds they were perfect. like, we're going to, yeah, they were like, we're going to have too many series to start mm-hmm. off the big one. And okay. then immediately after they were just like, five new mini series. We, we lied. <laughs> we, it was all lied. a ruse. And then you know yeah. what? X-Men pulls that, we'll get back to PlayStation in a second, everyone. X-Men pulls that shit every fucking time, which is why I, ne- like, I never want to fall for it. In the last event, our friend Paloma was like, hey, no, it's really good. You should read it. And I was like, I don't know. They're going to pull this bullshit. She's like, no, 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 it's good. And I got, it was good. I enjoyed it. And then X-Men came out. And I was like, okay. And then like the next week, like here are 18 more X-Men books. So you have to read to know what's happening in X-Men. And I, I back, I pulled out. I was like, not again. <laughs> I can't have my budget for comics for the week be X-Men. Yeah. Uh, DC metal got really annoying too. I mean, now it's even worse, but like it, because you couldn't just search DC Metal and have, like, all of the miniseries pull up. You had mm. to, like, know, like, we had, like, lists. Like, we had to be like, okay, someone wants, quote-unquote, all of Metal. They want this Flash series. They want this series. They want this series. They want that series. They want this. And there was, like, six series that all had different search terms to find them. Oh. Abs- that The search terms are the hardest part. Because if, like, they just put, like, Metal, metal and you please. can just search for Metal and get it, it'd be fine. But they don't do that. Even if it was like DC Metals, you know, right? Like that's a that's a comic book thing that people yeah. would probably just ignore on the top of the cover. Yeah, something like that. Just <sighs> anyway, the PS Five. PS Five. Uh, we have a physical. We have a keep all your games kind and a digital. Do you trust us kind? I don't trust anyone. <laughs> So it's very hard. Uh, the so the prices are the physical disc one is four is five hundred bucks. Uh, the 
the digital games ones is 400 bucks uh it's hard so i usually buy physical games for like my favorite games so mm-hmm. like i own the physical copy of destiny i own the physical copy of uh the super mario uh odyssey and breath of the wild um and the physical copy of some of the assassin creed games uh albeit i don't play them i just have like i own the physical copy of mirror's edge like so i bet like if it's a game I'm like, I know I want this, I will, like, pre-order and get the physical copy. A mm-hmm. lot of games, though, I mean, buy, like, I bought Tony Hawk digitally, because it was just there, and it's a pandemic. Um, yeah. In pandemic thinking, it's hard to think of wanting to go physically get stuff. Yeah. I get that, for sure. But I have this old person fear, and I'm not old, but, like, this fear of, like, what happens when everything crashes and all the digital services disappear forever? And it's like, realistically, I'm probably also not playing games. The world's probably in a dire state, but... But maybe you just really need to play, like, Super Mario Galaxy just to feel something again in the apocalypse. So, I mean, I like having physical copies. And I get, like, it's a pandemic, so you can't really just go to a store and feel comfortable, you know? But Mm -hmm. I like like having them on my shelf. I'm, like, a book hoarder. I hoard things. I hoard VHS Mm -hmm. tapes. Um... I like just having things on shelves and that's like a big thing. Mm. And then I like just having like a physical thing that I can potentially lose. Um, Yeah. I just don't trust servers. I don't trust game companies not to take the rights to games that I've bought away. So like we had the whole kerfuffle with uh, Scott Pilgrim, Mm -hmm. which finally is available to the public again. It is available again. Nintendo switch. They, They did it. They did it. And it took forever, you know, like, the only people who could continue to pl- play that game were people who had it previously downloaded. And if they lost their system, they couldn't download it again. Like, how many mm. other games could that potentially happen for in right. the future with digital-only systems? Um, yeah, and that's a big worry because it is, like, it isn't... What we're talking about isn't, like, a Game Pass situation where it's, like, a, it's hosted on their server and you can, like, play it like you would play a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. This is, like, you download it, but it is... It does beg the question, like, what if my PlayStation breaks? And, like, what if you get Final Fantasy 16? And then in, like, three years or whatever, Sony and Final Fantasy break up forever. And, yeah. like, can you re-download the game you bought if you get a new PlayStation? Is it, like, well, you can't re-download it because, you know, Square Enix took, like, pick, packed their bags and left? Like, what, what did... And those are questions that... I feel like we'll be getting asked, you know, as we move closer to these release dates, because the Xbox also has a digital-only system. Like, as we get closer, as people look into getting them, as it becomes somewhat of a norm, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if Nintendo released a Switch that was digital-only. Uh, yeah. They don't have much reason to. The game disc doesn't take up a lot of space, but I could see them releasing, like, a slightly bigger, quote-unquote, more powerful Switch. Um mm-hmm which is something people have asked for that is digital only to like make up for space or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I have a lot of Nintendo games I buy digitally. Just, I don't know. They, I trust them. <laughs> the Ninten- Same. I would feel <laughs> a lot more comfortable buying like a straight up, like digital game with a Nintendo than I would with like Sony. Uh, Another thing is like, just like memory space on the system. Yeah. Like all of those games just digitally takes up They're a lot big. more. Sp- yeah. It takes up a lot more space than like, and taking the game out as a physical disc and having like most of the data, you know, aside from like game saves yeah. stored on the disc. Um, I've never filled up the memory on my PS4 ever. Mm. All my games are, except for like one or two freebies, are like 
physical media ones. So like that's yeah. also you don't have to buy the bigger memory PS um PS5 if mm-hmm. you have physical discs. Also, it's a Blu-ray player. That is that it, I think that's the biggest one is like it can play movies, but it's again, it's we're moving as we move to like more digitally streaming of stuff, like how many mm-hmm. people are buying movies? Yeah, like I've physical just been, movies. I've just been using it to watch old anime DVDs from the library. <laughs> You know, I think it's, those are questions people definitely be asking. Like, we're not the only people thinking of this. Like, well, what are your terms and agreement look like? Like, can we see the digital license section, you know? Does it say, I own this regardless of what you do? Like, can I read, like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, or does it say, like, you own this as long as it's on our web, as long as it's, like, on our Play Store? Yeah. Uh, we don't know. Uh, I'm kind of back and forth on digital or physical because i've been buying so much digital stuff but it is a worry because the last thing i need to have happen is i buy the miles morales spider-man game and then i suddenly don't own it (laughs) yeah and it's gone yeah Uh, also the ps5 looks bad the ps5 (laughs) looks the digital one looks better because it doesn't have the hump that's the problem the 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 digital one you can it almost feels like they designed the digital one like to be sleek and then they're like what about the physical one? Ah, shit. The disc has to go somewhere. <laughs> Where are we going to put the disc? We didn't leave space for it. It's not symmetrical, and it no. drives me nuts. They just and It looks like they just slap... They're like, we'll just slap it on the side. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. Also, they haven't announced any alternative colors besides the white. Yeah. I was waiting um, for that Miles Morales piece. Like, I was like, all right, here's the game. Here's the price. They're like, also, you can get, like, a bundle. Like, I was waiting... I didn't... I didn't pre-order one because I wasn't going to drop that much money without thinking about it. But two, I was like, they're going to announce a bundle, right? That'll be available later. And they didn't. And I just kind of staring at my computer. I was like, wait, wait, (laughs) wait, wait, (laughs) wait a second. Where is the, and they have to release like a Miles one. Like they had released a Peter one, didn't they? Wasn't there a Spider-Man PS5, PS4? Yeah. And it's like, maybe they do that later on into the system's life where they like will release more special edition systems. So I think whenever, I'm hoping, whenever Gotham Knights comes out, that um, there will be a Batman one. Because that's, mm. I'm going to hold out for that. I'm not Oh my god, could you imagine them making one for each Gotham Knight? Oh god! Well, I'd pick the Nightwing one. Hands down. That would be really, <laughs> it would be very expensive, but very cool. It would be incredible. Like, like, on their end, that's a lot of, that's a lot of resources, but I think people would be into it. They'd have to be like, okay, well, how many units of the Red Hood one? And how yeah. many units of the Batgirl one? How many units of the Robin one? That'd be a pre-order one for sure. Like, they'd, yeah. they'd have to, like, it'd be a, you gotta get in pre-order, because who knows what they'll put out in the market. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, speaking of superheroes, uh, some other nerd news is from Marvel Cinematic Studios? Marvel Studios? Is that just what the Hollywood one's called? Anyway. Yeah. The Marvel movies. <laughs> uh... It is confirmed that King the Conqueror will be in Ant-Man 3. Uh, and it Which was, is he, wild. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like, okay, he's going to be the villain for Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Ant-Man, Ant-Man? is okay. Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant- Ant-Man. <laughs> uh, villain will be King the Conqueror, and he's going to be played by Jonathan Majors, who people probably know right now from Lovecraft Country on HBO Max, or Sorry, just he's also on HBO. <laughs> if it's, it's if you're HBO a pleb and you have normal HBO. <laughs> Probably enough from Lovecraft Country. And uh, he was also in The Five Bloods, 
by Spike Lee, which was one of Chadwick Bosman's last films. Uh, mm. He was also in something else recently. Or no, he's in something else coming out soon. Like, but So that's a pretty big get for Marvel. It's a pretty big villain for Ant-Man to fight. For Ant-Man? Uh, King the Conqueror is a time-traveling supervillain that is sometimes Reed Richards' dad. Sometimes. Not always. <laughs> so sometimes. So it seems like a tease of Fantastic Four as well, with it sometimes being Reed Richards' dad, unless they change that. I don't I don't think they will. They have the rights to Fantastic Four, so it seems pretty obvious. Yeah, um, they're also like um there's a lot of buzz about Marvel rebooting like uh Daredevil again. Oh yeah. Again, because like they get the rights back from Netflix pretty soon. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I know that team like also they would make a Marvel one, so we'll see. Yeah, that I'd I'd watch it. I would too. I would watch it if it's just I mean I could I could see them continuing it because they didn't like it was separate, but they talked about the stuff from the movies, like in passing. Yeah, they like, did. They don't, so... they don't really need to trash it. Like they could just keep going. I know I know Charlie Cox said he'd love to keep playing Daredevil. I know um, Kingpin, Fish, Fish, mm. <laughs> I know his name. Anyway. Like, I don't. <laughs> Deborah M. Wall, like pretty much every, all of the main cast are like, we would keep being, like we would keep being these people if Marvel would have us. Yeah, I think they're, like, I think cast aside from Iron Fist. Sorry, but yeah, um, I think we could just pretend he didn't happen. That was awful. But anyway, (laughs) everything else is pretty good. I think like the casting was really solid. I think they all fit their roles except for Iron Fist pretty well. Yeah. Um. So I would like to see kind of more from that. That'd be cool. There's also buzz with King the Conqueror showing up that people are kind of like, well, Young Avengers is happening because sometimes Mm -hmm. King the Conqueror is also a teenager named Iron Lad. Yeah, which. Okay, that would be interesting. Like, King the Conqueror gets around. He time travels, so. He's just everywhere. Yeah, so there's also rumors of, like, I mean, it's been confirmed. Kate Bishop is supposedly in the Hawkeye series. Yes. So Hawkeye is, sorry, Kate Bishop Hawkeye is a Young Avenger as well. And then with Wanda, yeah. America Chavez has her own show that's confirmed. She's a Young Avenger. Uh, There's someone else. Um, the, with WandaVision, well, the show happening pretty soon, there's a chance that Wiccan could arrive, right. um, who's a pretty popular character among teens and, uh, the 20-somethings. Yeah. Uh, oh, Kamala, wow, Kamala Khan, wow. Oh! Is uh, she a, she didn't have, she's, she, she, they, they would make her one. Yeah, because she would fit right in, but right now, or she was a champion. Yeah. With Miles and Nova and... She's still a champion. I know there's a Champions event happening in the comics right now. Or about to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what it is. I just know there's something going on with the Champions. Because the writers for, like, each book have been tweeting about it. Uh, But Kamala Khan, who's, like, a huge deal right now. I mean, she's in the Avengers game. Which didn't get as much buzz as I thought it would. No, I, 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 there's, there are a few people on Twitter that keep tweeting about it, but it, uh, it came out and I didn't know it was out. <laughs> Me neither. I didn't know it was coming out. And then like someone was just like, oh, this is, this is pretty good. It wasn't like, this is great. It was just yeah. like, hmm, fun. Hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's weird that, and Marvel hasn't really pushed it too hard, which Mm-mm. 
I don't know if they're thinking about focusing on the like it seems like Mar- Marvel's gone pretty quiet this whole pandemic honestly with all yeah. of their pushing of anything at all. Meanwhile, so, DC is just like yeah. <laughs> losing their they're just like they're like, "Hey, hey, we've got new stuff. We've got Static Shock is back. We've got Batman game is back. We got please Jokers. There's like 10 Jokers now. Remember, remember us? <laughs> please don't forget us. Our movies might not be as good, but Black Adam is finally going into production. <laughs> So Black Adam confirmed for actually starting production. For real. Yeah, that's my dad's going to go work on that oh. in a couple weeks. Ooh. So this will be his third Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. Okay, so how do we get your dad to get Dwayne The Rock Johnson on this podcast? I mean, eventually Dwayne The Rock Johnson's just going to recognize him and be like, hey, I've seen you on two other projects. <laughs> kind of four if you consider the um, reshoots of Jungle Book. As two separate things. Not, okay. not Jungle Book. Uh, jungle, jungle Boat. Bo- jungle Boat. Oh. Okay. Boat. I was like, Jungle Jumanji? <laughs> not Jumanji. Another Dwayne Rock Johnson movie. Jungle Boat. Okay. I mean. Had extensive reshoots. That's kind of all I got. Yeah. For nerd news. Yeah, that was, that was some pretty good news. Um, so mine's going to kind of tie back into video games. I probably should have picked Disney Quest, which I almost did, which was a uh, giant experimental arcade that Disney mm-hmm. tried to do um, because they did announce like a new Five Nights at Freddy's game that essentially takes place inside of a Disney Quest. Oh. So that would have been kind of a neat tie-in, uh, but I didn't do that. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a little-known game uh, that was released in 1992 for the Sega CD and is... Um, directly responsible for the creation of the ESRB. Austin, do you know what game this is? Uh, is it Mortal Kombat? You're close, because Mortal Kombat does come up in the story, but this is Night Trap. Oh, I don't so, know Night Trap. Okay, so you're going to learn what what Night Trap is. You're going to learn. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's a 1992 video game released mm-hmm. for the Sega CD, um, and it heavily utilized full motion video and real-time gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the game, the player shifts through a series of security feeds and sets traps in order to stop a series of shadowy figures from hunting and killing a group of teenagers vacationing at a big house. That sounds amazing. Yeah, so that's the premise of this. We have to rewind a little bit and talk about Nolan Bushnell, who we last visited in our Chuck E. Cheese um, episode. How is this guy here again? <laughs> I know, he's back. So this is post-video game crash. This is 1985-ish. He leaves. He gets pushed out of Atari um, and starts his own company called Axlin. And um, he hires a former programmer for the Atari 2600 that made some like award-winning games for them called Rob Fullup. Mm-hmm. And they get to work on a console originally dubbed the Nemo and then later called the Control Vision. So they're working mm-hmm. on this. This is a uh, gaming system that would utilize VHS tapes instead of cartridges. Mm-hmm. It's not clear if it's similar to the Action Max, which is another VHS-based system that I, I do own, um, where you had to own your own VCR system in order mm-hmm. to use it, I don't think that it... I think it came with the VCR setup included in the system, mm-hmm. and I'll talk about that a little bit, why I believe that in a, in a second. Um, so they get to work on this game. This This is a system that, because of the VCR, can utilize full-motion video, which okay. at this time is unheard of. This is like 1985, so this is right. Sega um, 
whatever the first Sega was called, the Master System. Yeah, yeah. The Master yeah. System is out. The Nintendo Entertainment System is out. It's like eight bit era, um, just kind of moving away from like Atari's twenty six hundreds, like kind of very minimal graphics. Right. Full motion video, absolutely not done. This is this is unheard of. Mm-hmm. So this system was supposed to be incredibly groundbreaking. Um, initially, Night Trap was envisioned as a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. game, but they couldn't procure the license. They had to go back to the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, we can't get, we can't do that Freddy Krueger film." Um, so they they're said like, "No." Uh, yeah, they're like, "Uh, maybe uh, vampires, vampires in a house trying to kill teens." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yes, that's it." So then Hasbro becomes involved and starts funding this project because Hasbro is like, hey, maybe we can get in on this video game thing. Mm-hmm. Video games are coming back. Nintendo's doing really, really good. Um, people in America are coming around to video games. And at this time, video games are marketed more as toys. So Hasbro, mm-hmm. one of the biggest toy companies in America. is like, let's um, do it. Yeah, they're like in a good position to be able to actually make this this happen. Right. Um so Night Trap utilizes like the full motion vo- video. It was filmed in 1986. Oh wow! And um, it cost 1.5 million dollars. That's a lot of hey create. everyone. That's a lot of dollars for a video game. And th- this was so they filmed it in the 80s. Yeah, 86. That's a lot of dollars on like video games. D- video games don't make money. <laughs> this is not. No. This is not when people are like fighting each other for PlayStation 5 pre-orders. This is yeah. like, video is two, games collect dust yeah, <laughs> on Yeah, two years after the whole market crashed in the U.S. Um, the other, it, it's the second most expensive video game of the decade. The other most expensive one was Sewer Sharks, which was created, also created mm. for the same system by the same people, but that one costs $5 million. Jesus. Well, the Sega C- <laughs> I won't go on a Sega CD tangent. <laughs> Oh, well, we'll get to dunk on the Sega CD in a, in a little bit. <laughs> Don't worry. It's baked into the episode. <laughs> um, so they're working on this. They film everything in this um, in this game because you mm-hmm. haven't seen any gameplay of this. You are the player sitting at a bank of security monitors. Mm-hmm. And you go through these different feeds and watch different parts of this video play out in real time. So it's like you have to flip through these pretty quickly in order to find the quote-unquote villains, which are called augers, which start off as vampires, morphed into ninjas. Okay. And then became like these shambling guys in like black costumes with these like um, long poles with like little (laughs) little hook on the end that grab people by the necks. Because Hasbro was like, oh, we can't have vampires like that bite people and so like <laughs> so it's much more clean if they stab yeah. them in the neck with a hook yes it's a hundred times more horrific seeing you know it's like vampires were like okay we've seen that before but this thing is like a hook it's got like little suckers on it and it like grabs you it's terrifying but hasbro was very adamant about like non-reproducible violence mm. and they were like well no one can make this hook thing so the hook thing is okay <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're going through the feeds, this like kind of drama's playing out of these teens that are in this house. You're trying to like make sure the augers don't get to the girls. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you're not fast enough setting the, the little traps on your screen, they do die. So your goal is to have them not die, but yeah. if they do die, you see them die. Oh, good. It's not gory. You know, they kind of get like dragged back into like smoke, but it's a sleepover. So a lot of the girls are kind of like in like 
slightly skimpy pajamas. Like I what know was this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> Shit looks, looks like Austin's a fucking I knew. pervert. <laughs> oh, girls in skin pajamas. Now they know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I've got it. Oh, These right. Skimpy pajamas for like the sex the murder 80s. game. Now I know what you're yeah. talking about. I can like see it's the like, fucking promo and everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's really not that bad. No. Especially today. But for the time, um, like this, and this for is the like. Time, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like we're gonna get to like this is why they make game ratings because this was like not games before this were like I I can't like Brenda said like you didn't see people. This is th- again. This is before high quality graphics so you didn't see things that really resembled like they resembled people but they weren't people you know Mm -hmm. so to go to here is a vaguely teenage girl maybe like you know they don't i don't think they probably don't ever say like how they're supposed to be but it's set up like a teen sleepover like here's a yeah teen here's a woman probably we're portraying as a teen girl dressed in a what could be for the time seen a sexual manner Mm -hmm. so yeah we'll get back to um how that goes down so control vision's coming along they've got a couple games one of which is night trap it's Mm -hmm. ready to go um the system is set to be released in 1989 but like after running all the numbers and like what it costs to make Mm -hmm. what the games cost to make hasbro realizes that the price tag for this thing is going to be 299 dollars in 1989 that's too much money that's way too much money to kind of compare, the Sega Genesis also released in 1989 in America, um, and that retailed for $189. And then a couple years later in 1991, the Super Nintendo released for 199 So this is like a system from a no, a nothing company that is like twice as expensive as the competitors. At this point, yeah. you could get like a NES for like 80 bucks, between 60 and 80 bucks ish and, and again, like it, to scale for the time period, like, People are thinking, like, that's cheap, but you have to think of what people are getting paid. Like, mm-hmm. the the average cost of living was, like, way, way down from what we have now. Uh, yeah. When the 80s, like, like 20 bucks might be someone's take-home for the week, and that that's, like, not bad. Yeah. So, 60, like, 60 bucks on a game system for that's maybe used or still new for your kid is like that's their christmas gift that is a lot of money because <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and so previously this is only like a couple years after the video game crash mm-hmm. so what had happened during that is that there were too many different video game systems and like the market couldn't and too many subpar games that go with them the right. market couldn't sustain it and it just exploded so you know there's a fear like nintendo is established and is doing well sega comes into the market um and prices their system a little bit lower because they know that there's, you know, a chance that they won't be able to make it. Mm-hmm. Hasbro can't come into this market. Like, we cost twice as much. You don't know how long we're going to make games for this thing. Please buy it. <laughs> right. So it's canceled. The system never comes out. And it's just dead in the water for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so flash forward to 1992. The Sega Genesis doing great. Tom Kalinske is the CEO of uh, Sega of America. He has mm-hmm. just brought this company built this company into something that can compete with the Nintendo, which before was unheard of. But Genesis is just doing incredibly good, and Tom Clancy does not want to move away from the Genesis. It's doing just Mm -hmm. fine. They don't need a new system. 
he thinks he can extend the life of the Genesis. So this is when the Sega CD comes into play. Yeah. Mm. It's like, he's like, we're just not going to change anything. So the Sega CD comes into play. Um, This is an add-on to the Genesis. If you haven't seen it, it kind of makes the Genesis look a little bit like a toilet. Don't worry about it. It's fine. (laughs) It it Um. gives me big, uh, (laughs) I don't know. It gives me very big, like PS5 vibes. Now that you're talking about it, because it's like it's like a hump <laughs> that doesn't belong there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it only worked with some models of the Genesis. Right. So it didn't work with all of them. And it definitely doesn't work with the Genesis that I have, which is a technically a Genesis 3, which was not made by Sega, and it's like very tiny. Mm. Um so Sega CD, which can utilize full motion video and is one of like the first systems that can that has reached the market, is looking for games that showcase that power. Mm-hmm. And this is where Digital Pictures comes in. So Digital Pictures is a company founded in 1991 from made by people who worked on the Control Vision. And they still mm-hmm. have all the assets for these games with Sewer Sharks and Night Trap. And they don't want their work to go to waste. So they approach Sega and they're like, hey, we'll port this to your system and this can be a Sega CD game and it shows off Mm -hmm. the motion video and it's something the system can handle. So this is how Night Trap ends up being released, which was filmed in 1986, ends up being released in 1992 for the Sega CD. Yeah. That's... So I I remember Night Trap now. I don't know what you have. I remember a lot about the Sega CD. Uh, Yeah, do you want to say some Sega CD facts? The Sega CD was plagued by at least from the Sega of America side, like miscommunication among the company and among like, like creators, developers. I don't know the right terminology. Like I know, I know there's one story where like someone was like, you know, it had a, it didn't, it had like cheap parts. There's someone else who's like, you know, we got like, there were stories of like the Sega CDs literally going up in flames while they were testing stuff on them. Uh, (laughs) There's like stories of them getting like, not, uh, like, not working, because like you said, it's like a peripheral thing you put on your Genesis. Like, getting units for the mm-hmm. Sega CD that didn't work. Like, they didn't get sent, like, real full ones, because they were worried that Sega of America would leak it out somehow while they were still working on it. So, there was... Yeah. And I and you kind of touched on that with, like, the Sega of America president was like, why we make a new system? And it sounds like Sega, actual Sega, was like, well, we're going to, so... Some, yeah, that's exactly some what was miscommunication. There was like so much clash between Yeah. There was so much clash between Sega of Japan and Sega of America during this time. Mm-hmm. Um because like what was working for like two both companies was incredibly different. Like right. in America Sega's campaign was like aggressive and edgy and very early 90s American and Sega of Japan was just like, "Excuse me, the hedgehog is rude." <laughs> like <laughs> This hedgehog is very rude. Yeah, America. <laughs> like, it's weird to think, like, growing up, I never thought of Sega as a foreign company because the way they marketed mm-hmm. it was so American. And it's interesting to look back and see how they clash and market in different countries, which is true of all countries, really. Yeah. Um, and all companies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we loved that rude blue hedgehog. We loved, like, Mortal Kombat cutting heads off. And we, we were into it. <laughs> Yeah, we were like, yes, and we'll talk about um, Mortal Kombat very soon. <laughs> um, and then I think also, hopefully in the future, I'll get to talk about the Sega Saturn. Oh, boy. What a shit show. 
it's weird because like i don't think people like people remember the genesis and they're like there were some other mm. ones i think and they did okay right and you're like oh no <laughs> there's a reason you only remember the <laughs> genesis so people are like okay so it was the sega systems genesis dreamcast and it's like yep. mm, you know there's more there's <laughs> that's pretty the much master it. system that's pretty much <laughs> it people are like there's genesis and that was out forever and then they had some other sonic games yeah unlike nintendo i think and then they had the dreamcast <laughs> nope they no there was uh <laughs> nope there's there's a lot in the middle master system the game gear the, oh, the game gear the nomad mm-hmm the game gear the nomad the saturn uh i think that is it you know i think i, I if you count the pico are we gonna count the pico <laughs> uh i think you have to yeah the pico was sega's uh kids kitty system which we actually got in america mm-hmm. which i thought was wild wow you know it's it's oh. it's not too it's weird to think about like sega of america was right <laughs> Because the Sega CD, they, yeah. had, they had Sonic CD, which people liked, and they they, they kind of like, I knew the Sega CD is like how you could play Sonic CD, and that was kind of it. <laughs> Never heard of anything else worth your time on it. No. The Saturn didn't even get a Sega game. Like, not a big Sega, like, Sonic game. Did I say Sega mm. game? Let me just start over. The Saturn didn't get a Sonic the Hedgehog game, like right. a mainstream Sonic the Hedgehog game, which I imagine is similar to my disappointment when I bought a Wii U and a good Pokemon game didn't come out for it, like... I think that was everyone's disappointment. That was disappointing. I think that was no like Pokemon everybody. game on the Wii U. There was no uh, like the Zelda game we got was a Twilight Princess remake, which I mean I like, but yeah, and it's like you can play Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. Technically, but you should maybe you sh- should just buy a Switch. <laughs> uh, it's what else? more worth your time. The Wii U didn't get a. Did we get a Mario game besides Mario Maker? Mm. What did Nintendo put on the Wii? Mario- <laughs> <laughs> what went on the Wii with Pikmin Three? Smash? Pikmin we got a Smash 3. game. Oh, 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 oh. Splatoon. That's um, the big one. That's what it was. They made Splatoon and they're like, this is it. We're going to just Splatoon our way to the next system. Yeah, we're like, okay, people like Splatoon. All right, time for Switch time. <laughs> time <laughs> for Switch. <laughs> like, people like Splatoon. People the Switch like noise Splatoon. plays in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all clicking now. We'll what use this money. On your Wii, on your Wii U. <laughs> what did I play? Oh, what? yeah, I'm like, what? I... I played Injustice on my Wii U. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you, wild. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I played: Twilight Princess HD, I pl- Mario Maker, Hyrule mm-hmm. Warriors. Oh yes, 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 Hyrule Warriors, yes. And whichever Smash game, and I honestly, Smash Wii. U. That's <laughs> the one. Give me a second. I gotta plug my computer in. Freshness with a spin, plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> yeah, the the Wii U, poor poor thing. I so I liked the gamepad. I thought that was kind of innovative, cool but like idea. games didn't really utilize it. No, at all. It was just like a big switch. They are you could tell they were like this. This is gonna be something, but we need a game generation now. So yeah. The Wii U feel, always felt weirdly cheap, and I had the Zelda one, so I had like a special edition one. Felt I did weirdly too. Cheap. The plastic was cheap on it. Yeah, and it's like really the only thing that was like really cool is like you could some games utilize the gamepad in cool ways, but mm-hmm. I could hook up the Wii U 
and this is wild in the time of the Switch, this was a novel thing, but I could hook up the Wii U in the living room and hang out with my parents while also playing a console game. Not just like my yeah. 3DS, a console game. Yeah, that's like what I did. Was Which like, I can it, just... I had yeah. roommates, and so if people wanted to watch TV, they'd be like, yeah, and then I'd like be playing still, so... And now we just have Switches, so it's yeah, like not a problem. I like play Zelda on a flight. It's, it was incredible. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds great. Back in 1992. <laughs> Back in 19... Actually, 1993. The congressional hearings on video games. All right, so really quick. Before the ESRB, Sega did have their own rating system. Mm -hmm. So Sega kind of had set themselves apart from Nintendo by being like, hey, we're the edgy ones. Our hedgehog is rude. Like, so they would have games that were more, like, graphic. But, you know, they weren't completely irresponsible about it. They were a little irresponsible about it, but not completely. Mm -hmm. But they had their own rating system, Mm -hmm. which was GA for general audiences, MA13, and MA17. Which to me feels pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. But um, according to the congressional hearings, it was not. Which okay. Sure. <laughs> I think I think that's pretty. It's got the ages: MA thirteen, thirteen and up; MA seventeen, seventeen and up. I mean, but this GA, is like everyone. This is not new for Congress. Everyone in nerd culture, like we. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't want to berate this too much because. Nerd culture has a lot of shit I could yell, but it's a subculture that is quickly and easily made the scapegoat for pretty much any problem in society. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it with comics, music, movies, movies. The other being like a nerd, quote unquote, like that it's I don't know, like somehow it, it is uh, it creates this like moral panic. I don't think Satan stuff came up with the games, but it usually usually it comes back to Satan. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like when it came back to Satan. Because it did eventually. Like, there was, like, a game where they were like, oh, God. Is it... The devil! It's not Mortal Kombat, was it? Uh, what was the other one we talked about? Leaf... I don't know the game Leaf One... I know the game Leaf Enforcers comes out, but I don't know what that... Yeah, I think that was just... That was just a... Because it came with a gun. Oh, okay. Like, a light gun. Makes sense. Um, anyway, probably the devil appears at some point in this yeah. debate. But this debate has never ended. No. Every... Like, anytime anything happens, video games is always to blame. Yeah. Even though research has shown... Video games is not to blame. I don't know how many times we gotta do it. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? (laughs) I'm sick of it. Video games, role-playing games is the other devil one. Like, comics, like, people are like, oh, it's it's the the Twitter. It's not, it probably isn't, like, not the root of it. Mm -hmm. There's a stigmatization around tabletop role-playing games that, like, only ended, like, about five, five, ten years ago. Yeah. Thanks, Matt Mercer. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's one hundred percent Matt Mercer. So thanks, dude. Matt for, Mercer for, and and Griffin McElroy. Thank you for getting them to shut up. Thank you. Um, even my mom would be like, like my one of my brother's friends was playing like D and D. My mom was just like, "Oh, isn't that like summoning demons?" And I was just like, "No." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's wild? Like what? What if you were like, yes? What are you gonna do about it? I already summoned the demon. We've already kissed. <laughs> I already me, tongue kissed the succubus. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, mom? Yeah, that's the that's the, I don't know. Like if you're like you're like, well, they're gonna summon Satan. All right. So you're saying that these people have contacted and now are summoning demons, and you think a law will stop them? <laughs> yeah. That is a our law solution. Will stop people from summoning. Yeah. <laughs> 
if that's that we're, if we're gonna use that logic why can i still go to target and buy a ouija board <laughs> like, <laughs> we sold ouija boards in toy stores yeah you like walk into a toy store and there's a there's a ouija there's like Three different varieties of Ouija boards to choose from, including one that lights up and makes funny sounds. Like, am I also supposed to believe? Barbie's first Ouija board. And I, yeah, and I'm in a weird spot with Ouija boards because I, Austin, I don't know if you know this, am very strangely, for how unreligious I am, terrified of ghosts. Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't, hey, I don't fuck with, like, ghost demons. Like, listen, everyone, listen. If video games somehow summon Satan, I would never play a video game again in my life. I don't need to fuck with that. Like, even if I'm like watching a TV show, yeah. yeah. If I'm watching a TV show where they're like summoning a demon, I turn the volume down. Yeah, I don't. Listen, it's the idea of like, even if this isn't real, why risk it to find out? Like, this could summon a demon yeah. that'll rip your skin off. Okay, I'm gonna not do it because either it doesn't work and that's fine, or it works and that's terrible. Yeah. I had, like, an absolutely weird Twitter thing happen to me that I just will not share with anyone ever, but it was haunting. <laughs> it was very spooky, guys. Yeah, comp from Ghosts to G Brenda's spooky Twitter thing that she will not speak of to Congress. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was headed by um, Senator Joe Lieberman, oh, who discovered Mortal Kombat and was absolutely horrified. Yeah, not gonna go too much into this guy. He's a fuck. He's a fuck. So anyway... He's the head of this thing. He's like, I'm going to single-handedly destroy video games. So Sega's just like, oh god. Oh shit. Because Sega's <laughs> Sega's had more mature games in general, and their version of Mortal Kombat, which sold more copies than the Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat, still had the blood of the arcade version and the fatality of the arcade version. Yeah. Nintendo's didn't have this. It was just a straight-up, like, pretty tame fighting game, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but so Sega's just like, oh uh -oh. god. The crosshairs have been leveled upon me specifically. So Sega turns to Nintendo and they're just like, hey, I, help. Please help. <laughs> Papa! Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, Nintendo is peak pettiness. We've talked about All this right. a couple weeks ago, but like... <laughs> this is right after yeah. Sega was selling their consoles to Blockbuster. Yeah. This is like in the middle of the their big fight... Um, which someday we're going to do an episode on, but it's yeah. just so much. It's going to take a while it, to As research. you see, it comes up a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's so incredible. It fascinates me to no end. It's hilarious. It's cutthroat. It's more dr drama-filled than any soap opera. Yeah. It's amazing. But anyway, Sega's so, like, pa Sega's Papa, like, help me. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> Papa, please help. Um, they're like, hey, you make video games, Nintendo, and we make video games, and this whole hearing is about how video games are terrible and evil and shouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should team up for once in our goddamn lives. <laughs> We're gonna and get Nintendo killed. just like squints. Yeah. Nintendo squints and then says, then perish. Yeah. <laughs> like, just goes into these hearings ready to kill Sega. This is their opportunity to destroy mm -hmm. their biggest competitor. And they Solidarity, who is that? No. They're just like, okay, Sega, this is our opportunity to destroy Sega. Well, because at this time, um, everyone, uh, Sega mm -hmm. is starting to control the market of video games in North America. So 1993 rolls around mm -hmm. and Nintendo's like, oh, we could fucking flame this guy into nothing. We could be like, yeah, their games are immoral and dangerous and graph Like, and, you know, Nintendo's like, we sell Mario. You like Mario. Like, by now everyone knows Mario. 
Yeah, Nintendo was hiding behind their code of conduct, which was like, no blood, no gore, no sexual themes, mm-hmm. no religious iconography in any of their games. Mm-hmm. And so they come into this hearing and they're like, yes, Sega has like a weird rating system, but we have morals. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Night Trap, getting back to like the, the topic at right. hand, is brought into these hearings. And the creators are sitting in these hearings that their game has been pulled into. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're watching all these like very brutal fatalities in Mortal Kombat. And then it just cuts to Night Trap. And you have just, like, a girl. And this is mid-90s, so, like, the outfits aren't even, like, as skimpy mm-hmm. as they were in the 80s. So it's like, okay, it's a girl. And then, like, they show the scene of, like, an auger with his little hooky thing coming up behind this girl in a bathroom and pulling her in a cloud of mist into the shower down into, like, a chute. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of screaming, and that's it. And then everyone in this hearing is just like, and that is deplorable violence against women, it's too sexual. It's this. It's this. It's like the moral degradation of all children, <laughs> and like the the creators of Night Trap are just like, how did we get here? <laughs> we made this in conjunction with Hasbro, a toy company. How did we get here? Yeah, and and the point of Night Trap, like you said, at the top is like, it is not. You're not the thing killing these women. You're not trying to kill them. You're not trying to like rip their clothes off like you're the person trying to save them yeah that's the intent it's kind of like with the sims where like yes you can lock the sims in a swimming pool or set their house on fire and kill them but that's not the point of the game you're not supposed to do that um you're not supposed to sit through like all of the scenes in night trap and watch the girls die you're supposed to and there Mm -hmm. are some boys in this house too um you're supposed to save them. That's the point. That's what the game is. Right. You want to save them. Also, I need to mention, Night Trap's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, is it? <laughs> when it came out, oh, it's absolutely impossible. Like, if you watch, like, a playthrough mm-hmm. of Night Trap, um, I think a good example would be, like, when the Game Grumps played it, because they have a walkthrough, and they're trying to do it with a walkthrough, and they can't do it. Like... Wow. It's literally like, okay, go to this camera, do this thing. Okay, go to this camera, do that thing. Go to this camera, go to that camera, go do this, do this, watch this, go this, go this. It, it's, how are you supposed to figure that out? So one, it's not even that great of a game. Mm-hmm. And it only sold like, okay. It was lauded for its use of full motion video. Mm-hmm. And like the security camera is interesting. But um, other than that, mm-hmm. uh, it it sold okay. <laughs> it wasn't like right. a hot, hot game. It just came out existed for a year and they get pulled gets pulled into a congressional hearing about the violence of video games that makes sense i feel like a lot of older games are feel impossible mm-hmm. like uh castlevania 2 impossible <laughs> awful <laughs> unplayable hey the old Mega Man games absolutely impossible oh oh my gosh i like lost my mind playing Mega Man 2 one time at dante's house <laughs> i just sat there and i'm like screaming and i'm just like please I just want to be one level. <laughs> you're like, you, you, you want to jump and you're like, why does my jump not reach the platform? How am I supposed to reach the platform? There's only one jump. I can't jump twice. This isn't that kind of game. <laughs> Mega Man. Oh, God. Mega Man. Oh, God. There's like one level Even... in Mega Man 1 where you run yeah. out and you're suddenly fighting a boss. You're like, what? And then it just kills you because you have like a peace shooter. You're like, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> I can't win here. Um, I'm not even good at the original Mario, like oh God. the NES. No, 
just it's it's hard. hard. I think it's I've made really it hard. Like halfway through the original. I'll be lucky if I can get past the second stage. Wow. Oh, the water levels in Sonic. The water levels in Sonic, uh, Sonic Two, absolute, absolute fucking bullshit. Yeah, absolute nonsense. Like when I played Sonic Mania and they had like chemical plant zones. Oh god! I was like, like, not again. (laughs) Hey, I haven't beat Sonic. I can't do this, and I switched to Tails. (laughs) I haven't beat Sonic Mania. That's the level I'm on. I'm like, here we go again. I had to play as Tails because Tails can fly. Oh, that's so. (laughs) Sonic's like hard mode. Yeah, like, uh, Tails or Knuckles. Uh, <laughs> <kinda>. Captain Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, back to the hearings. You're not here um, to kill women. <laughs> yeah, it's it wasn't the point of it. Um, also, a quick aside, during the hearings, uh, Sega rolls in with the big uh, Super Nintendo bazooka. Like their le- their version of the light gun from Super <laughs> oh, Nintendo, yeah. which came with a game in which you shoot Yoshi, and so like Sega comes in, they're just like, um, excuse me, uh, uh look at this, <laughs> look at this bazooka made by Nintendo. But here's the key: the guy showing the bazooka accidentally says Sega, so he's like, look at this bazooka made by Sega, and then like Nintendo, like the guy from Nintendo's just like. Did you make that? Did we make that? I don't know. You said it wrong, so it doesn't count. And then just moved on. <laughs> Damn. That, um, that's like Sega's panicking. Sega's like, Nintendo won't help us. Well, look at this. They made a fucking rocket launcher made by Sega Corporation. And Nintendo's like, oh, yeah, Sega made a bazooka. Weird. Let's move on. Yeah, that's like the poor guy holding the bazooka is just like the sweatiest man alive. And he's just like, <laughs> Nintendo doesn't pay their... <laughs> parking ticket (laughs) (laughs) so after the hearings uh which ultimately ends in the creation of the esrb as we know it almost as we know it today the ratings were like slightly different e wasn't a rating ka was um so now video games have ratings so uh people can know what the content and content warnings Mm -hmm. which is fair though that's important and i'm very glad that we have it um but the video game industry is forever mm-hmm. changed. Uh, Night Trap, which wasn't selling like incredibly well, mm-hmm. suddenly sold fifty thousand copies following the hear, like in the two weeks following mm-hmm. the hearing. Wow! And then, uh, right before Christmas, KB Toys and Toys R Us pulls Night Trap from the shelves. There you go. And then Sega stops making the game in nineteen ninety four. But that's not the end. <laughs> what? It's not over. Mm-hmm. Later on in that year, Sega re-releases Night Trap with a couple edits and a brand new M rating um, for the 32X, which is another peripheral for the, um, which is a cartridge-based peripheral for the Sega Genesis. Oh, God, Sega, stop. Um, And then, yeah, it's like, please stop attaching things to the Genesis. Um, Other versions that would soon release, they they would, like, do ports of Night Trap. So the 3DO, MS-DOS, and then Mac OS Mm. got versions of Night Trap as well. So... Night Trap was available for purchase and was just back on the market and rated M, and um, and that was it for a long time. It kind of just like disappeared until 2014. I was like, please tell me there's a new Night Trap. <laughs> yes. So in 2014, a guy starts the Kickstarter to re-release Night Trap, and it didn't reach its goal, but it did kind of like bring attention back to the game. So in 2017, a different team, including some of the people who worked on the original Night Trap, get back together. Um, remaster the game, get it all like you know HD, 
ready for a port to the PS4, um, and it's given a teen rating this time around, because mm-hmm. really it's so tame. <laughs> um, it gets a teen rating, and it releases for the PS4. I have an important quote before I can... This is a quote from Howard Lincoln, the former president of Nintendo of America. Night Trap will never appear on a Nintendo system. In 2018, Night Trap is released for the Switch! <laughs> Is, hey, is that dude alive somewhere? Do you know if that... I, is he... I, I want that... Listen, I just want that man to be alive somewhere and just be shaking his head at a screen as he sees the Switch commercial for Nightshare. Let's see if he's still alive. I think he is. I'm going to find him on Twitter and be like, hey, Let's what do you see. think of Nightshare on the Switch? <laughs> yes, he's I'm still go, alive. I'm going to go cyberbully an old Nintendo of America person. He's like 80 and be like, hey, Howard, what do you think about Night Trap on the Nintendo Switch? Do you remember that quote you said? Hey, Howard, I need your cash app so I can send you 20 bucks to buy Night Trap on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I bet you he doesn't even remember saying that. There's like no way. Like, he's, there's no way he remembers saying that. There's a Polygon article about it. Let's oh, my God. Did we talk he to him? He hasn't given a re- Let's see. I don't think they do. Come on, Polygon. Come on. Yesterday, Poly... Okay, I got a bone to pick with Polygon. Yesterday, they said that Mario Sunshine was the worst Mario game. Whoa. <laughs> Is they, it? You know? Is it? I don't know. Like, what do they mean by Mario game? They mean of all the normal, you're just Mario games? Yeah, I don't I don't know what... Like, this, the context was for, like, that new collection that has, like, right. 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy. So I guess out of like those, it's the. But honestly, yeah, I think I had more fun with Sunshine than I did with Galaxy. I never beat Sunshine. It was too hard. <laughs> it is hard. I gave up. Not gonna lie, I just I liked the mechanic of like having to clean up the paint. No, it was it fun. Very satisfying. It was. It was like because Mario games have been open since '64, and Sunshine was very big, especially for the time, and it mm-hmm. was like. It was like too. It was like overwhelming for me as a kid. I like could not understand how big the world was and everything. Yeah, because it's. I I think it's a good game. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's just it's very good. It's very big and very open in a way. Like they had Sunshine and like Galaxy kind of did it, and then they didn't do it again until Odyssey. They released a few like three D, two D Mario games for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But Sunshine was like so big and so three D, and you could just like run all over this map. And it's like, what do you have to do? And it's like, there's a lot of stuff you have to do, but there's not like a platform to follow. And it was just like, I I can't hang. Yeah. Because Super Mario 64 was open when you picked levels, but then you picked a level and you did. uh, And Sunshine wasn't like that necessarily. So I was just like, I don't know what to do. I give up. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. It it is a lot. But yeah, that's the history of um, Night Trap. Sorry if I went a little bit fast, but there was a lot to get through because... I started researching it, and I was just like, oh, I also have to do a large section on the video game here. Yeah, and the video game hearing is pretty wild, because it, it that, like, Sega eventually stops making hardware, becomes more of a software maker, and developer, and publisher, because they they got their teeth kicked in at the hearing, and the subsequent hearings on more video game stuff. Um, Joe Lieberman, if you're like, who's that? He hates video games. And anything fun. Uh, mm-hmm. In 93, he does like this big press cut. I know Joe Lieberman stuff. <laughs> but he does this big. 
press conference with uh like fucking Captain Kangaroo and some other people about hmm. how like all games are evil and how like Night Trap was like vi- like was turning violence against women. He did this big uh he did this big study, which is kind of what carries video game studies, quote unquote, like you know, air quotes here, through the nineties, where he found in his study, supposedly, that the average video game player is like uh God, what was it? It's like seven to twelve or twelve to it's like kids. It's, it's like no one over twelve plays video games, essentially. <laughs> and so he's like, video games are just marketing violence to children to make money. And if parents knew what video games were, they wouldn't buy these games. And he goes on about how he wanted to ban all video games, but he's like, that's against the First Amendment because he's with those kinds of people. So he's like, I'll make this rating system, and this rating system will kill video games. Like he wanted to kill video games. That was his goal. Yeah, it's uh, wild that the rating system was just put in place to destroy video games. Yeah. And it's like, actually, it was kind of helpful. Yeah, it was you know? very helpful. But his his goal was like, these rating systems will show parents that all video games are violent and sexual and evil and they won't buy them. But then they had the rating system and most video games were like E and teen and to begin with. Like, people, mm-hmm. one, didn't make mature games because like they won't sell, which at the time was probably yeah. true, especially after these hearings. But two, like, Games were pretty fucking tame in the early 90s. Yeah, like, even, like, what was considered controversial... Okay, Mortal Kombat is still pretty intense. Like, the originals, even, are still still, still a lot to handle. But, like, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog was, like, rated, like, T for rudeness. Yeah, he was, like, (laughs) not nice. (laughs) Um, I think now they're, like... This hedgehog was mean to me. I think now they're still, like, E10 or T or teen for, like, comic mischief or something is what they say yeah which okay which like okay i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah e-, e 10 came in like a little bit later to kind of like branch the difference between like this game is for like anyone from like preschoolers yeah. up, and like between that and like teen which was 13 and, up. and then there is like the the fabled rating the a right which supposedly no game has gotten that rating but like i feel like that's a lie at this point because stores can't sell physical copies of a game with an A rating. Yeah, they're like, A is you made a porn game, essentially? You made an etchy porn game. <laughs> I I would argue we have had etchy games and they got M ratings because Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball exists. Yeah, but like, that's mostly titties. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. No, Isn't it mostly just titty physics? It's mo- It's pretty much all titty physics. I mean, like... Uh, booty is not like a big thing for the developers that make that game. So it's just a lot of like big titty physics, and you buy yeah. bathing suits for girls and trinkets, and you try to get them to compliment you, and then volleyballs play, in there too. Yeah, you gotta like play volley. Well, you gotta play volleyball to get the money to buy the like the tinier bikinis and the and have them compliment. <laughs> I tried to play that game once, and it didn't work, and then I felt very dirty for trying to play it when I was, like, 15, and then I never played it again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Mom, it's a volleyball game. It's the sec- yeah, just, you know, girls playing volleyball. <laughs> it's It'll be fun. And I went into the basement in the middle of the night, and I put it in, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm gonna play the anime titty volleyball game. Oh, boy. And then the disc from Blockbuster wouldn't get past the opening screen. It would it crashed. It was scratched. <laughs> and 
and I never, <laughs> and I didn't, you were just like, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't ask to get it fixed. I just pretended it was, I was like, oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I told my mom that every day for three days and we took it back. <laughs> I love this. Definitely not tip filled volleyball games. <laughs> um, what's wild is you think about games like Doom happened and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I think Doom came out while the hearings were happening. So I wonder how, like, I don't know a lot about Doom and how, they they must have been like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, let's see when Doom, I think Doom might have been like a little later. Let me get a date. I'm pretty sure date it's like Doom. the year the hearings happened, like read something. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, computers, like, weren't complete, like, weren't entirely included in, like, these years. Mm. Computers was still anarchy, and computers kind of continued to be anarchy. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the people who, like, could have computers, which were still incredibly expensive, were adults. So, they probably just, like, barely managed just to slip <laughs> under the radar. Dude must have been like, oh, wow, that, uh, ooh, sucks for you guys, we're just gonna go over here. And then, you know, there's 99, and they get brought back up, and they're like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, so Doom got a release on MS-DOS in 1993, and it wasn't released. It was released for the 32X in 1994, mm-hmm. the Jaguar in 1994, Mac OS in 1994, the SNES in 1995, and the PlayStation in 1995. Mm. So, yeah, Doom's history, it, it's interesting, but I just kind of hate everyone involved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not here to, like, tout Doom as a good game. It's just funny that it's, like, yeah. while this is happening, I... Uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting, like, most of the time when Congress gets involved and makes these rating systems, it's because they want to kill the thing, but usually these Congress people mm-hmm. that are trying to kill the thing are very big, like, the First Amendment means I can call women bitches and you can't say anything kind of people, and so yeah. they're like, well, if I destroy it, then people will, like, attack me, so they try and do, like, the rating system was meant to kill games, because Joe Lieberman truly thought every game would be rated like m or a and never be sold again um but surprise mario <laughs> is so tame <laughs> shocker surprise the game you went to bat for night trap surprise is pretty tame by the system that you helped make and then like years and years later even a game that you once deemed mature gets a teen rating yeah uh like there's a song in night trap mm-hmm. it's like Night trap. <laughs> That's it. That's all I had to say. <laughs> um. Oh, watch out behind you, night trap. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, night trap. Night trap. <laughs> night trap. <laughs> yeah. You have anything else that you wanted to say about night trap or video games in general? Uh, I'm a psychologist in my day job, and video games don't cause people to go on like violent sex breeze please stop it yeah there you have it straight from an expert <laughs> puts on expert hat hey video games don't make people want to like do violent stuff to people they probably already wanted to do that yeah please please let's uh let's target certain other systematic things instead of just being like yes video games yes this mario game that makes yeah. me want to just go out and Commit a crime. I don't care if the game has you commit crimes. It yeah. probably doesn't... Like, if you don't want to actually commit crimes, you're probably not going to go commit crimes. You know, I just really want to ride a bicycle around uh, Grand Theft Auto forever. <laughs> just let me steal a bike. Not even a car. I'm going to steal a bike. 
and I'm going to just drive around the island with the Sykes and meet some dogs and steal some money <laughs> and meet more dogs. I would like to rob a bank and redistribute the wealth by going back to my friend's local body shop that he has to run in secret for tax reasons because mm -hmm. the IRS will not, for tax reasons. will not leave him alone. You know, he's a good guy. And they're like, sorry, you, uh, you're you not rich enough, so we're going to take all of your money and go support him with that money I took from the bourgeoisie. The Robin Hood of Grand Theft Auto Island. Yeah, what is it? San and... San and does it? No, it's always like in a new city. There's so many. Yeah, it's like, what was, what was the location in 5? Grand Theft Auto City? I don't know. It's just called 5. <laughs> so I have no idea. Yeah. Um, the first time I played Grand Theft Auto... Um, it starts with like a hostage situation and you're supposed to just kind of like hold the gun up to the hostage. Um, but you, uh, it turns out, surprise, <laughs> you can accidentally shoot the gun. And that was the first thing I ever did in Grand Theft Auto. Like, well, <laughs> this is my legacy now. <laughs> I was like, well, this game's off to a great start. And yeah, that's, that's Night Trap. You know, I will say. That's Night Trap. Night Trap, like on paper, like if they release that game now, that sounds like an interesting game. Where you have to, like, maybe not impossible how it is, but, like, a remaster where you're, like, you set up ways to stop the vampire ghosts or whatever each night, you know? And each night gets harder. Like, each night they try harder to mm -hmm. get into the plate. Like, the plate. I don't know where the place is. You know what this sounds like? What? You know what this sounds like? This sounds like Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Is Five Nights at Freddy's just Night Trap? It's pretty much Night Trap because you're sitting in one room at a security desk, flipping through security feeds to try to, like, make sure things don't get... In this case, it's you and not, like, random girls mm -hmm. throughout the the Fazbear's Pizzeria. But, I mean, it's so close to what you're describing. I mean... <laughs> Maybe I should play Five Nights. I haven't played it because I'm told it's scary and I can't do like scary. I can't do real scary. Night Trap sounds like campy scary and I could do that. Yeah, Night Trap really, like, you could definitely play Night Trap. Don't think you could play Five Nights at Freddy's because it's jump scares. Nope. Very sudden jump scares. Nope. And you're like focusing really intently and then it's like, bam. Nope. Yeah, so, I mean, no, like, you, I don't think you could. I mean, like, can't be scary. That's like, it's quote unquote, it's like scary, but it's mostly a puzzle game to figure out how to set up, like, the best traps to stop the weird, like, very cheesy, like, vampire ghost. Like, I could do, like, that's like, I would like that, please, as a game. What I've wanted, a lot, a lot of game news came out recently with the PS5 stuff, and I want, like, I want one of these AAA publishers to fucking put their money where their mouth is. And instead of making some over-the-top, hyper-realistic action RPG that is some white boy goes pew-pew, I want, like, a simple slice-of-life, like, puzzle game where I do that, or I'm, like, a, I'm just a, a humble farmer. But it's, like, super good graphics. Like, not, like, cartoony graphics. Like, very yeah. good graphics where it's just slice-of-life, resource management. Like, you're a farmer. You can do bunch of different farm stuff maybe in your spare time you write poems who cares and that's it like i want i want someone to do that because it listen i'm so sick of just oh my final fantasy 16 look boring <laughs> i'm over it <laughs> you're in fantasy europe and there are crystals i don't care i don't care i love final fantasy and i don't, I don't... care i don't care <laughs> and with that <laughs>
I think that's a good place to <laughs> leave it. Leave the episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening Thank you. to whatever episode this is of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make, make it a five. And if you don't make it a five, um, make sure you make a comment so we know why you didn't make it a five so that we may improve and grow. And if you do make it a five, let us know what we did good so we can keep doing it every time, forever, always, forever. And cultivate our ears. <laughs> give, give, <laughs> give me the happy brain juice. You can give us even more happy brain juice by following us on Twitter at Nerd Mysteries. And don't forget, our music is provided by Freedom Trail Studios. You can find them on YouTube. You can find me, host Austin, <laughs> on Twitter at Sailor Scott Austin. That's at Sailor SC. And you can find me, Batman and Sabin, Brenda, at Batman and Sabin, <laughs> at Twitter.com. You can find Brenda at http <laughs> colon slash slash twitter.com backslash Um, Our show is edited and produced, as always, by the amazing host Brenda. Um, Thanks for listening. Until the next mystery, <laughs> mysterians. Goodbye. See ya. Night trap. Night trap. Watch out behind you. Night, Night trap. trap. Night trap. Night trap. Night trap.